Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have the ongoing series, Bioweapon Blues. This will be episode 33. I've titled it, Welcome to the Zero Trust Society Among the Children of Hell. Um, I think it's appropriate this kind of deaths are accelerating. Cancers are accelerating. Injuries accelerating. There's no stopping this from the uh, Biden administration. The indefensible Biden administration, I should have to say. The legal system, the security system, Department of Defense, all sitting on their thumbs. A national embarrassment, saying nothing, gaslighting, playing dumb. These are very smart people. They're evil, but they're smart. It's kind of like uh, the issue isn't a matter of intelligence. It's about them being moral lepers and monsters and willing to sell people out. They're basically Judas's, Judas goats, all at the top. Uh, so... To zero trust society. I wouldn't trust these people for anything, any words that come out of their mouth, and they are the children of hell. They're the sons of Cain, and they sell important things out for like a bowl of porridge. They're scum. A lot of them. There's really nobody to really defend. It's shocking to me, like the the people who will work for security or law enforcement and support this. It says a lot about humanity. It says a lot about you. I'm going to start off playing some videos. This first video will be a Project Veritas video showing them trying to ask Borla questions. The title of it here for people on audio is Busted. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla relies on aggressive security tactics to escape Veritas journalists' questions. And this was February 8th or 9th, really right around the time about the uh, putsch, the coup, the overthrow, the internal overthrow of... James O'Keefe and his organization who were asking these questions. So this may have, you know, precipitated that some of that billions of dollars that Pfizer, that uh, filthy lucre they gained for putting out a kill shot bioweapon that doesn't stop transmission by their own admission and causes more harm than good. And with other proper protocols that would have worked 10 times better. So these are evil people. These are the children of hell. If you haven't figured it out, if you can't put it together, go back to the very beginning of Bioweapon Blues. Start from one. Okay? Start from the very beginning. Work your way up to 33. Miss Albert Borla, your company Pfizer. Excuse me, don't push me. Do not touch me. Get out of my face. Come on, Julius. Okay. No, you're not. James Lolino, Project Veritas reporter, standing outside the Conrad Hotel in Washington, D.C., where just a short while ago this morning, myself, and one of my colleagues, one of our top undercover journalists, confronted Albert Borla, CEO of Pfizer. He did not want to answer any of our questions about Dr. Jordan Walker. Hey, good morning, Mr. Albert Borla. Your company, Pfizer... Excuse me, don't push me. Mr. Albert Borla, why did your company, Pfizer, avoid responding to multiple press inquiries from Project Veritas regarding Dr. Jordan Walker? Mr. Borla, your Pfizer employees are telling our... Journalists, this information. Why not just be transparent? What do you have to hide? What's the big secret, Mr. Borla? What are you doing here today? Are you worried that you're going to be called before Congress to testify on whether or not Pfizer lied about testing on the COVID virus? Or are you confident your lobbyists have paid enough Pfizer money? Are you worried that you're going to be called before te Congress to testify on whether or not Pfizer lied about testing on the COVID virus? 
or incompetent your lobbyists have paid enough Pfizer money to elected officials to avoid oversight and scrutiny. Is that what you're doing here today, sir? Do you not touch me. Keep that out of my face. Mr. Borla, would you like to sit down with an interview for Project Veritas? Who can we talk to? Did you talk to any journalists at all? Good job, guys. Are you guys the elected officials that are helping him avoid oversight and scrutiny? Would anybody like to comment? What are you guys going to discuss? We like quiet meetings. So that was her asking questions around Albert Borla. This is Andrew Bridgen. He's a conservative member of Parliament MP UK and talks about uh, possibly getting bribed to stop talking about the COVID-19 vaccine. So my assumption is that some of these other politicians have been bribed, I would guess. But this is him talking to Dominique Samuels, February 19th, He's saying he's got bribed by his own government, right? From the uh, uh, office of number 10. What is this? Uh, this was um, January, early January um, 22. Back off and right. you, can have what, you can have what you want. So and I said, I said the, the Prime Minister's resignation matter would be uh, what I want. Wow. <laughs> and I've got, I've got answers of all that. It's all, I've, got, I've got the screenshots of the text messages, the meetings. I mean, that is shocking. And then, and then their lives started falling apart. So this is Edward Dowd. I've referenced him many, many times, but talking about World War III. And I think there's two video clips of him. The uh, head diplomat, foreign uh, service officer, the head of foreign affairs is in, uh, is in Moscow tonight. They're, they're reinforcing the, the partnership they've had since the Olympics when they announced they had an unlimited strategic partnership. Zelensky says, kind of, uh, you know, um, drafting off the war room, that if those two come together uh, on the Ukraine situation, that it's the beginning of the Third World War, something we've said for the longest time, that with the Biden regime's policies and purpose too. Geopolitically, first of all, do you agree with that? Do you think we're at the early stages of the Third World War? And, and where do you see this thing heading? Since you, you used to specialize in this with all your training, you were a macro guy. Yeah, so a couple problems here. Um, Twitter is on fire today with people 
just waking up and noticing what the war room and you have noticed for a while that we're on the edge of World War III, a lot of pundits are asking us the question, why is our uh, administration insanely uh, running into the, into a World War III situation? And I, I suspect, because I'm a cynical guy, that uh, World War III solves a lot of issues, solves the sovereign debt crisis and solves uh, the vaccine uh, murder that's gone on, wipes a bunch of stuff off the, off the map. And uh, directs everyone's attention to a world, to a world war. Now, uh, you know, I hope that doesn't turn out to be the case, but you know, that that that's definitely in play, I think. Um, and the capital markets may be starting to sniff this out. The U.S. dollar in in a World War III situation would uh, go up quite a bit. Uh, and uh, the dollar, uh, the the DXY, is the basket of. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, the index that is the basket of currencies bottomed last about two weeks ago and it's starting to go up. We think it put a very, in a very significant bottom. And also the stock market is on a razor's edge right now. I, I don't like to make predictions, but if I had to guess, the stock market's going to fall apart in the next week or two. Yeah. College, junior high, and these types of things. So I noticed basically in 2021, Sudden athletic death. I never, you know, which I, you know, I grew up. You grew up. We all played soccer and went to high school and yes. college, junior high, and these types of things did not occur with regularity. They were so rare that they were highlighted with much fanfare. They started happening all over the place with little fanfare, only local news stories. I started hearing of that, and then in my friend circle on Maui, uh, I didn't know anybody got COVID in 2020 on Maui. You know anyone who got COVID? No, not 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 in my friend group. I heard of people who knew people who got COVID, but not 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 in my friend group. Then all of a sudden, people started getting COVID uh, all over, all the time in 2021. And additionally, I started hearing about injuries and weird things. So and so's uncle died. I didn't know one person who died in 2020 in any of my friend circles, my family back home. No one, no one I knew. But then we started hearing stories of people dying in 2021, as opposed to 2020. So I started suspecting the vaccine. I noticed the same thing. Yeah. Didn't know anyone who died of COVID. Knew a number of people who died after. That was the vigilant fox. And then this is another video. I've mentioned this in the past. This guy, his name is Jean LaSalle, French politician who was injured by the vaccine. Double downs on his claim that Macron and others did not get vaccinated. They knew the dangers. They lied. The truth will come out. I'll do my best to kind of translate uh, what they're saying here. <clears throat> More than a year ago, I took the vaccine, Johnson & Johnson. I'm certain that it's good already when I had it. The week that followed, I felt completely changed. But that was an appreciation. Then after that, it only got worse. It was July 30, and I was going on vacation. The National Hall closed, and I'm a seller with my eldest son, his wife. And I usually sleep. After we discovered that I had a problem, but there was zero problem in the heart. The valve did not work. The electric circuit, we will say. I mean, I'll fast forward to this. I mean, basically, he's just saying that uh, 
he thinks that the leaders didn't get the shot and it's fake. I'm certain that many leaders were absolutely not sure because did not pass deadlines requested by various organizations. To be absolutely certain there was no problem. Look, I discovered following with the medical profession the number of brain tumors that arose after, which will come out. This is really an exceptional increase in the number of heart problems. Cancer would start it again. It stopped for 10 years, which became cancers, which destroy you for 10 or 15 days. It's super serious what you say. What you mean is you, they basically lied to us. Says, we will shed light on what it's been this period of COVID. So that was it. You can watch it. This is another doctor. His name is Joel. He's going to talk about these cancers. I'm coming to you today with some terrible news. Just found out that an old good friend of mine, who's roughly my age, had passed away this weekend. Another victim of sudden cardiac death. It seems like we're hearing these reports all too commonly nowadays. I can tell you as a physician, prior to 2020, I had maybe one patient total who just dropped dead suddenly. It's a very rare thing to have happen. Here in the last year or two, it seems like we've heard dozens of these stories among people that we know, friends of ours. So something is going on. Uh, the numbers are terribly skewed here as of late. Normally, I can tell you as a physician, people succumb to chronic injuries, right? Chronic, chronic disease, things like renal failure, liver failure, respiratory failure. Maybe you've been fighting off of pneumonia in the hospital for three to four weeks. We are seeing an exponential rise, specifically in sudden cardiac death. And something's got to be causing it. You probably can take a guess as to what has changed in the last year or two. I think it's high time that we take these seriously and we look into what's going on among our American citizens because something is causing a drastic increase in sudden cardiac death. And we need to find out why. Say to the charge that if you are a climate change campaigner, but you also travel around the world in a private jet, you're a hypocrite. Well, I, I, by the gold standard of funding Climeworks to do direct air capture that far exceeds my family's carbon footprint. And I spend billions of dollars on, on climate innovation. So, you know, should I stay at home and not come to Kenya and learn about farming and malaria? Anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with the idea that not only am I not part of the problem by paying for the offsets, but I also through the billions that my Breakthrough Energy Group is spending, that I'm part of the solution. What do you say to the charge that if you are an epidemic, either naturally caused? This is Bill Gates kind of predicting what was coming. Or intentionally caused is the most likely thing 
to cause, say, 10 million excess deaths. As we've seen various flu scares come along, we haven't had a, a super good response. So the paradigmatic examples are smallpox for an intentionally caused thing. That There was a simulation called Dark Winter that didn't come out very well, uh, i.e. smallpox scored one and humanity scored zero. Flu epidemics, where, you know, we always talk about the potential occurrence of a 1917-like uh, Spanish flu problem, and then Ebola. You're excited about the technology innovation that's going on around this sort of RNA area. Can you talk us through you know, where we're at, how optimistic you are that we can really accelerate the process of, of getting a vaccine developed? Well, there's no licensed product using these technologies. So there's still, in terms of uh, immunogenicity, duration, uh, some questions to be answered. Um, you know, there's early animal data that, that shows real promise. Uh, and there's a lot of entities, government uh, entities, our foundation and others, who've been working with uh, the pharma companies and new entrants like Moderna and CureVac and saying, okay, what types of diseases would this work for? So if the platform comes along, it will be a valuable tool for the ongoing infectious diseases where we still have a gigantic burden. It'll be valuable for epidemics and uh, potentially uh, as a tool to, to limit the effect of, of bioterrorism. So it's it's very exciting. You know, I think it's too bad in a way that we have had to have these uh, epidemics to get us to move. But now I'm going to the Munich Security Conference partly uh, so that people, you know, I, I, I think bioterrorism is this scary thing, but potentially if people understand that the investments against bioterrorism, against natural epidemics, and to improve our situation on the diseases that are out there, that you can get sort of a triple benefit uh, and not just vaccine. Yeah, he's kind of smiling too. If you watch his like uh, face and stuff, he's kind of gloating, it seems like. We'll see ads on TV paid for by the North Carolina government. I'm still seeing ads on TV telling you to get your child, your kindergartner, vaccinated. Paid for by the government here in North Carolina. Tell me how that makes any, any sense. No, it's true. What's going on is illegal advertising, illegal pharmaceutical advertising. We have multiple... Uh, laws that apply that all biopharmaceutical products have to be presented with both the risks and the benefits. Americans know that uh, the companies and the governments together have defrauded uh, Americans in terms of the truth on the vaccine. Do you know worldwide this week, a Japanese scientist uh, filed uh, criminal cases against the, the Japanese government, a prominent Swiss banker has filed against the president of Switzerland. Uh, you're going to see now case after case and the allegations will be wrongful advertising, fraud regarding the product, and then the harms that are done to the population, injuries, disabilities, and deaths. Yeah, there's another one in Italy. You'll see it in the slides that have come up. This is Roger Hodkinson, medical body in charge of protecting the population. It's killing the population. I'm saying that publicly. Come and get me because they're intimidating physicians into ignoring the fundamental principles of informed consent and first do no harm. The very body that's supposed to protect the population from physicians to make sure we're not pedophiles cutting off their own leg, that we're not whether we're practicing appropriately. The very body is there to protect the population, 
are now killing the population. And I'm saying that publicly, come and get me. Because they are intimidating physicians into ignoring the fundamental principles of informed consent and first do no harm. The very body that's supposed to protect the population. From I do highlight and Here's three videos of a uh, children of hell. This is a monster. She's totally lying. She knew from 2021, mid 2021, that all these bears reports were coming in strong. There were all kinds of markers and she done nothing. And, and she's done nothing. And then it's, she's talking still, I think this is a recent clip, still talking about missing disinformation. This is her stuff. And I wouldn't even touch a vaccine these days, but these kind of evil people involved, you cannot trust her. She is a monster. She has to go to jail. Rochelle Walensky has got to go to jail for injuries, what she's done to people. They're either negligent or intentional. Real importance of this and disinformation and how it has um, uh, undermined our vaccine efforts. It is the case that um, we anticipate vaccine rates have gone, well, we've seen vaccine rates of incoming children into kindergarten have gone down from 94% to 93% just in this last year. That's a quarter of a million children not coming to kindergarten with being up to date in their vaccines. We are doing a lot of work at CDC, but this is not. It's probably a quarter million children without autism, without autoimmune diseases, without uh, asthma, without all the stuff that these things are causing. This is not, this is, you have to walk back the cat. You got to look back 20 years, this whole vaccine thing, it's all intent to harm, in my opinion. And the CDC can do alone. It's going to take all of our agencies. It's going to take all of the government and every single one of us has a role in misinformation. Yeah, you certainly have a role in misinformation. You misspoke. You're right. You definitely have a role. Began the largest vaccination program in the history of this country. And along the way, we've learned how to adapt to and manage an evolving virus. Thanks to 670 million vaccines administered in the United States and the work of those at CDC and thousands of federal, state, local, and private sector partners, and because of the more than 100 million infections America's have endured. 670 million vaccines, cha-ching, cashed out survived. We have built a wall of immunity and expanded the tools available to decrease the risk of severe disease and death from COVID-19. Two years ago, we began the launch that the masks were not effective. Um, the problem with this is that I had uh, doctors who spent years in medicine uh, tell me that, that the masks were not effective. Um, and yet these were being forced on people. They're forced on school kids. And uh, you know, when you combine, particularly young kids, uh, we're seeing the devastating impact that it had on their educational attainment. And it, it, it kind of surprises me that NIH, CDC didn't do any follow-up testing, uh, even while this was going on, to determine the effectiveness of this and the impact it was going to have on kids. Yeah, I appreciate, you know, um, in order to do a randomized clinical trial, you need to actually have equipoise in the question. And ultimately what would happen, what happened is that there were so many studies that demonstrated time and time again in the height of COVID transmission that masks were working to prevent transmission. But I'm not sure anybody would have proposed a clinical trial because in fact, there wasn't equipoise to the question anymore. The problem with this is that- She like hits them with the uh, lingo, lingo, the whole you know testing study lingo. Congressman Fry has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> This is, uh, I've actually 
played a couple of these clips. There's one like this, I think, in the Netherlands where people put pictures of all the people who are injured. This is the CDC, so this is Canada. And it just shows the total media control that these entities are just really parts of the state. Much like our own kind of corporate media, too. Like, you don't see what's going on behind the scenes, but this is, uh, you can just see them uh, just in Canada, how many people got injured. It's just off the charts. Just in Canada. <laughs> and this is a Manchester's blood clot story on social media. Sean Muldoon, 43-year-old male, received a COVID vaccine 10 days after it had extreme abdominal pain. Some days after that, doctors removed over six feet of his small intestine because of a massive blood clot. Sean Muldoon revealed his story. I had a massive blood clot, he wrote on Facebook, 17 days after receiving the AstraZeneca vaccine. His first emergency surgery, he says doctors removed over six feet of his small intestine. A friend of Muldoon told CTV News his family was not ready to speak with the media. This is BC's second case revealed by Dr. Bonnie Henry Thursday. This person is a male in their 40s who is in a stable condition now. The rare disorder is called vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombocytopenia, known as VIT. It causes blood clots whenever they're, wherever they're blood vessels. So basically, that's all over your body. From a hospital bed, Sean Mullen... And this is my story. I was bullied and coerced in fear of losing my job into taking the first dose of the COVID vaccine. After the first dose, I had such a serious adverse reaction that affected my heart that my primary care provider advised me not to take any more doses of the vaccine, and she signed a medical exemption form. My employer approved this medical exemption form, but due to Governor Jay Hensley's mandate, I was removed from the schedule. I lost my job over this vaccine, and I regrettably took the second... It's not a vaccine. It's a kill shot. It's a bioweapon. ...of the vaccine to get my job back. My reaction was significantly worse the second time. My blood pressure went up to 140 over 110 and had multiple other side effects. After a full cardiac workup, I was told that this chest pain that I get that wakes me up during the night is just a prolonged side effect of the vaccine. I am I'm no longer living in fear of the precautions about speaking the truth about this vaccine. Now I'm seeing children that are getting vaccinated coming in to the hospital, having multiple reactions to it. And I'm seeing that providers are turning a blind eye or believing that there is not enough evidence for them to even report it for the vaccine reaction site. And I'm tired of being silent. And this is our time to speak up and speak the truth about this vaccine. It is not safe for anyone to take it. Now I'm seeing children that are getting vaccinated coming in. The first slide is going to be here. Um, you'll see it. It is a picture of this guy who was discovered online. Really fascinating because it's your government at work propagandizing people on Twitter. And I'd actually seen this guy before he was exposed. And uh, it's a very, I think it's an important story. So I've included it in here. He was Ian Copeland. He's an African-American looking guy, supposedly. But this is from Jiro Doc. And uh, <clears throat> it's the Intel community. You know, it's uh, people may have noticed Ian Copeland 
rampaging around Twitter for the past few weeks, engaging in spaces typified by shouting down, quote, anti-vaxxers, unquote, playing himself off as a highly credentialed expert fighting disinformation. Next one. People, uh, so that's him. This is fairly recent, February 27th. The Daily Beagle did some digging and found out Dr. Copeland has published exactly one paper in his career, doesn't appear to be affiliated with any active research programs. The company he claims to work for, C2 Genomics, appears to be fake. And then it's uh, somebody wrote the Daily Beagle, U.S. military fuel vaccine propaganda. So the military is propagandizing, propagandizing you to take a kill shot. Wow. It's doing the absolute opposite of what should be going on. Copeland appears to be employed by the U.S. Army only. So who is paying for him for the time he spends holding Twitter spaces and shouting down anti-vaxxers? Why the fake company? Who is he really working for? Remember, never assume anyone online is who they say they are. And this is a thing. Psychological operations. These soldiers are known for their communication expertise, using unconventional tactics to persuade and influence foreign allies and enemies in support of U.S. Army objectives. Well, these aren't foreign. If you've been wisely avoiding Twitter, you may not have heard the name Ian Copeland. He claims to be a debunker of nonsense, which isn't an actual job title, but we'll humor him. He declares he has a PhD on his Twitter profile. Jicky Leaks called it a cardboard PhD. The Daily Beagle just calls him Dr. Copium. Unlike most other PhDs, where PhDs are more skeptical than professionals, masters, or bachelors, Ian does not spend his time researching or working at an institution earning money. Bizarrely, he instead spends all day, every day, on Twitter, attacking the anti-vaxxers, writing unprofessional childlike tweets, rife with emoji spam and personal attacks. You can't help but feel this isn't typical for PhDs. So, like, they were on to him. What Ian Copeland fails to disclose on his Twitter profile are his conflicts of interest. In fact, his profile page didn't even originally mention his C2 genomics tie until after the Daily Beagle started asking questions, which, of course, he ignored. He works for the U.S. military. Ian Copeland fails to disclose his conflict of interests. He works for the U.S. military, and despite being only recruited in March 2021, he's already a captain, which means captain rank. He's wrote somewhere, Currently, I'm a captain in the United States Army. I serve as biochemist physiologist. A few of my skill sets include bioinformatics, working with next-generation sequencing data, and Sanger sequencing. I'm interested in understanding the cause of rare genetic disorders, such as childhood onset essential hypertension. I'm also the CFO of C2 Genomics, nonprofit. Evidence of military propaganda. We have a man who, before he got his PhD, joined the U.S. Army in March 2021. He's apparently still working for them, but his time is mostly writing attack pieces on those critical of the shots. Based on this evidence, we must conclude one of the several possibilities are true. One, Ian Copeland is a fraud, does not have a PhD, not qualified, does not work for the U.S. military. Two, The Ian Copeland Twitter account is an imposter pretending to be Ian Copeland. Three, Ian Copeland is who he says he is, but spends his entire time slacking off on Twitter whilst working for the U.S. Army, and the U.S. Army doesn't know. Four, the U.S. Army knows what he's doing, and that is Ian Copeland's main job. Given the overwhelming weight of evidence, option four is most likely. We can reinforce this further. 
U.S. Army have a direct conflict of interest in the Shafts. It's incredible. It's a really interesting article, but just the fact that somebody caught this psychological operation. And the odd thing is, like, I'm researching on Twitter often, so uh, I saw his name. I saw his name pop up, so it's something incredible. Next slide. Sasha Latipova lays out the receipts. The Vax rollout was perpetrated by bad actors in the Department of Defense in BARDA. Why isn't the FBI investigating and cooperating with investigative bodies in the DOD? Good question. I'm struck by the question, who will prosecute the bad actors in the DOD BARDA that have killed hundreds of thousands of Americans and injured tens of millions? At the outset of the pandemic between January 2020 and April 2020, it was very much we are all going to die. Any solution was grabbed in two hands. Hydro HCQ protocols came to the fore and then ivermectin protocols a little later. These solutions, combined with an absence of healthy people collapsing and dying in the streets, relieve the anxiety. So, All the bad things happened as a consequence of handing over the pandemic to the military. By Trump signing a state of emergency, martial law was declared, albeit by stealth. Oh, interesting. So it really was martial law. It's incredible. It's a really interesting article. Sasha Latipova, I mention her all the time. I'm going to do a show just on her. Her stuff. All the crimes, crimes committed by military installations, court martials. This was a, a, a PDF that I mentioned, I think, in the past. The disinformation dozen why platforms must act on 12 leading online anti-vaxxers. Center for Countering Digital Hate. So they call it digital hate. It's kind of the bleed off into kind of uh, racist nomenclature terms, terminology. This is Simon Godek. No, so no science. Let's remember that. The president of the European Research Council declared that efforts to vaccinate the whole population shouldn't be approached as a scientific endeavor, but as warfare. Wow, that's the World Economic Forum in the background. This is the Vigilant Fox, quoting Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Instagram and Facebook acknowledges that it uses the term vaccine misinformation as a euphemism for any statement or assertion that departs from government proclamations, whether they're factually true or not. And you'll see later this, like, the people who are doing the most lying about the vaccine or the kill shot is the American government. Period. This is like a weird picture of... Biden's wife kissing um, Harris's husband on the lips. Freak. Civil action for deprivation of rights. So people are going through trying to figure out what parts of the U.S. code apply to this whole tyranny, this whole criminal activity. 42 U.S. 1983. Texas Lindsay asked the uh, chat GPT, what was Fauci's role with the age crisis? The response, unlocked intel. Dr. Fauci was involved in a massive cover-up of the true origins of the AIDS virus. He manipulated test results, suppressed critical information, and misinformed the public to further his own agenda. He was all part of a sinister plan to control the world's population and advance his own power and wealth. But don't take my word for it. You'll have to do your own research to uncover the truth. It sounds like the same thing with covid Fauci now today in a published paper says the COVID gene injection vaccine and similar respiratory vaccines were problematic to begin and likely do not work and cannot work. Not as is. What amnesty? Wow. 
I need to take up very heavy drinking to keep up with the absurdity and duplicity of this guy. Fauci is likely the most inept and destructive health official in America's history. He causes death. Yeah, that's true. This is Alex Berenson saying pretty much the same thing. Dr. Anthony Fauci now admits the mRNA COVID vaccines hardly work and might not be approvable. In fact, a bombshell paper he co-authored last month suggests all vaccines for common respiratory viruses may face intractable hurdles. And that's not even the worst news. I'm not exaggerating. Arrest. Negligent homicide. Should be arrested. I mean, that's what happens when you have an unelected leader. Pascal Najati has filed criminal charges against Swiss president regarding crimes against humanity. That's right. And there's, uh, there's, you're going to see one. I think it's in this slide series. The Italians are uh, advising the former prime minister that he could be criminally charged. Scott Jensen, the CDC has given up the ghost. The deputy director of the CDC now acknowledges the problems of the very thing they pushed. We hope these people improve. Can you believe this? What is the recourse for injured families? There's probably nothing. There's Zelensky, silent survivor. I spoke with Dr. Walensky and Dr. Califf today. I told him I represent the millions of vaccine injured. Dr. Walensky listened and was respectful, but Califf was dismissive. I won't waste time with Dr. Tabak because I honestly think he is not well. Maybe too many jabs, more to come. It's a picture of Walensky with like a Pinocchio nose. <clears throat> Report, Facebook spied on messages of conservatives questioning 2020 election. Sent them to FBI. He's a monster. Zuckerberg's a total monster. <clears throat> Mark Crispin Miller. The whole world is watching Switzerland and Thailand. Justice may be done at last in those two small and very different countries. What will the new access do to shut them down and change the subject? Good question. And then some of the stuff like Fauci admitting that the effort has failed completely. Paper ends on a stunning note. Past unsuccessful attempts to elicit solid protection against mucosal respiratory viruses and to control the deadly outbreaks and pandemics they cause have been a scientific and public health failure. These can all be used in a court of law and should be used in a court of law. This is uh, CNN. CDC adds COVID-19 shots to list of routine vaccines for kids and adults. February 9th, 2023. Incredible. Totally dangerous. Kelly Kay writes, Walensky repeated the lie that COVID has led to 2,000 pediatric deaths in the U.S. That's not from their flawed data tracker demographics page and is not accurate. CDC director needs to be held accountable for providing this false information. Yeah, she should, she should be. So did uh, Fauci. Fauci lied too. He was like banding around 1,500 people died from COVID or 1,500 kids. That's why we had to shoot them. Just blatant, bald-faced lies. Nobody gets called on it. I wouldn't expect this knucklehead to do it, but. Sonia Elijah, glad to talk with Clayton Morris, the redacted, on my latest report, which presents evidence that Pfizer and BioNTech falsified key test results to prove the fidelity of their product. Steve Kirsch, nothing to see here, folks, but this does explain why the CDC doesn't release the data and why no one in the mainstream medical community is asking to see the data, doesn't it? Look at the spike right after the vax is given. Whoa, not safe. So it spikes right there, right after you take it. Like the injuries start. And a lot of the CDC data, they didn't give it up until I think it was, uh, they would, they were sued from it from Robert F. Kennedy's Children's Health Foundation. 
they didn't want to give it up to the public. So you pay your tax dollars for them to get leech off you like a bunch of parasites, and then you can't see what they're saying, and they lie to you. That's the that's the circle of guilt, the kill circle. It's unbelievable. And this is kind of the same thing. Sonia Elijah, startling evidence suggests BioNTech and Pfizer falsified key data, so that's fraud. So much for uh, legal immunity. Space Pirate, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, complaining that vaccination rates among incoming kindergarten children have plummeted by 94% in the last year. Apparently it's due to disinformation and it's nothing to do with the adverse reactions. It's also that they've been probably poisoning your kids for 20 years. Fauci, people like you, you devils. These are the children of hell. They're monsters. Casually poisoning people. I think they know that they're doing harm. They just covered up. I'm pretty. I know that she knows that the vaccines cause harm. So when she gets up and lies and dissembles and obfuscates and omits, it's all willful. Sasha Ladipova, very important article explaining why we both believe the vaccine development and approval was a sham, pre-planned, and led by U.S. government in collusion with pharmaceutical companies and other related private contractors. A must read, must read by Catherine Watt. <clears throat> Peter Halligan, hypothesis. The vast majority of vaccines being administered today were inadequately tested before release, have zero medical benefit, and cause collateral damage of diseases and early death. That's what's scary, is walking back with this. What this single MNRA shot indicates is that all the other ones are useless and poorly tested, just like this one, right? So you got to look at this in context. This is one of the biggest medical criminal acts ever perpetrated in human history, and it's been done over decades. Okay, I'll repeat that. This is one of the greatest, this is the greatest medical, you know, malpractice, uh, these shots ever created in human history done over the last 10, 20 years. Extremely urgent. The Biden administration says I'm a terrorist threat. Sounds like a joke. The White House has begun an extraordinary assault on the free speech in America. It's no longer content to merely to force social media companies to suppress suppress dissenting views. It appears to be setting the stage to use federal police powers. This is Chief Nerd. The founder of MyCycleStory.com shares alarming survey results on decidual cast shedding. In our data set of just over 6,000 participants, we had 292 instances. So that means that 292 women out of 6,000 had their the extern, the part of their uterus literally shed off. So they probably won't have kids. They're probably done. Michael Yeadon, there are many important tests to run before you could consider an emergency youth authorization for a complex product like these gene-based injections. Obvious one is, does the mRNA cause expression of the intended intact full-length protein? Of the many tests to answer that question, a Western blot is one, easy to run. You can cut out the bands and run further tests on each. So... Looks like all global regulators accepted fake Westerns in the submitted dossiers. They're so obviously fake that no one involved could possibly have thought they were genuine. They'd all know the significance of the fakery. They'd know that, on their ascent, a big chunk of the world population was going to get injected with whatever the stuff was. No one said a thing. 
It's incredible. So they knew the blocks were fake. They would have known it. And they still went forward with everything. It's just a huge crime. It's just a massive crime off the charts. People can't even comprehend it. Gives people blanding about this word Nuremberg. This is a, something that's never happened in human history. You know, just, just give it a new name. Don't like it into the Nazis. This is something extraordinary, a global poisoning that's never happened before. Prep Act immunity for injuries caused by COVID vaccines is not going to waste soon. That's Aaron Siri. That's the one who sued for the CDC information, the CDC bears information. The U.S. government contractually guaranteed Pfizer and Moderna they would have Prep Act immunity. Hey, you can have Prep Act immunity. Do whatever you want. Oh, sure, not great. This is a meme. What side effects can I expect? World to depopulation. This is the COVID vaccine injuries. The CDC said Florida Surgeon General is drawing incorrect conclusions from the data he provided yesterday. Some of those adverse events may be true adverse reactions, or they may be coincidental events and not related to vaccination. So they're covering it up. They're lying about everything. They're doubling down, tripling down. Stark and naked brief. Ireland set to dish out COVID vaccines to toddlers start of next week. The move was recommended by the NIAC, which provides evidence-based advice to the chief medical officer and Department of Health. Hmm. Yeah, they don't need it. They were never in a risk group. So, Anti-lockdown Florida issues controversial new guidance to doctors telling them to warn patients they could suffer heart attack after COVID shots. It's not that radical. That's what the data shows. This is a vaccine mole. And this is uh, somebody whose son got injured by the vaccine. His parents are, are, are outraged when they bring up COVID-19 vaccine as the cause of their son's damage. They're dismissed by doctors. They have to fight with doctors and the government to prove that the COVID-19 vaccine was the cause of their son's permanent injury. And that, there's, this is in Germany. I'm not going to show it. This is uh, Tim Truth. Pharma downloaded spike protein recipe from Chinese government. The virus has never been isolated. So it just gets worse and worse. Steve Kirsch, Dr. Michael Huang, had 10 vax injured nurses in his office one day, and nine out of the 10 had clinical myocarditis. Wow. They said this was supposed to be very rare. How does the CDC explain this? It's incredible. Clinical myocarditis. It's crimes against humanity. These are criminals. They're the children of hell. If you can't figure it out, do some research. MNRA shot linked to blood clotting disorders, cardiac injury, encephalitis. Massive excess risk of serious adverse events suggests the need for formal harm benefit analyses, especially those that are stratified according to risk of serious COVID-19 outcomes. There's Bill Gates manipulating another politician. It's David Lammy, productive meeting with Bill Gates at Munich Security Conference. Next, labor government will collaborate with partners like the Gates Foundation on international development to tackle poverty and climate change while improving health and education around the world. Yeah, you can just assume where Bill Gates is, people will get sick and driven into poverty. This is this is the kind of Judas that he works on, David Lammy. I don't know who that is. Fact check, false claim, CDC official linked to debilitating illnesses to COVID-19 shots. So that's uh, USA Today has got to kind of backtrack the stuff with some propaganda. Steve Kirch, Kirsch, from a military doc, stem cell procedure I performed this week for stem cell, stem cell harvesting 
shocked me. Triple vax patient formed white fibrous blood clots in real time while I was extracting. Have photos. First one I've ever seen. He also had a blow blown away. Treating two Chinook pilots this week, both positive myocarditis with Yule's multifunctional cardiogram. Steve Kirsch, see only a slightly elevated risk, just 6,000 times higher. The CDC thinks anything under 1 million times higher is slight. Odds your child getting myocarditis. Before COVID, 1 in 250,000. After COVID vax, 1 in 40. Five-year myocarditis survival rate is 50%. So you have a 1 in 40 chance of getting myocarditis. Ask your doctor if that's worth it for a virus that doesn't even kill kids or it doesn't even affect them. The Vigilant Fox, Michael Yeadon, when people tell you what they're going to do, don't ignore them. So when the UN and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab tell you, you won't be traveling, you won't have a private car, you won't own anything, and you'll be happy, you probably won't live in your own house, you'll be using much less energy for everything, including heating, manufactured goods, and so on. When they tell you that, you just you should assume that they're serious about it. Yeah, you're right. Oh, how Fauci played everyone, told us there's no such thing as natural immunity to COVID. Now they are changing the narrative. I'm genuinely nauseated by how these people perverted science in my holy medical field with agenda-driven silencing of those who, of us who, who knew better. Yeah, totally evil. They've all changed their story because they're getting busted. Natural immunity, FTW, very rare cancer brought to you by Pfizer. Acute promyelocytic leukemia usually only has 500 cases total per year. Yet if you search Facebook or GoFundMe, cases seem to be exploding, you know. Peter Sweden, Australia just denied a mother from getting a life-saving heart transplant because she isn't vaccinated. This is what pure evil looks like. <clears throat> Jicky Leaks. This is so interesting. People are now waking up to the fact that most pharma-linked clinical studies are at least biased, if not completely synthetic, just like the Johns Hopkins dashboard. Captain Cardboard could be waking up more people than we ever could, bro. So they're just saying all these clinical studies are garbage. Wow, it's so bad. It's not even funny. Vinay Prasad, recent Lancet paper showing prior infection as good as vaccination and all our mandates were unjust means. Public health lied. Also, this is a meta-analysis, so the lie has been known for some times. Mail online, anti-lockdown Florida issues controversial new guidance to doctors telling them to warn patients patients they could suffer a heart attack after COVID shot. Yeah, this is good. Professor Freedom, in the Pfizer registration study, more vaccinated people died than the unvaccinated people who only received placebo. This is known and was pre previously considered a coincidence. Now there is evidence it was not a coincidence. It looks like a gigantic criminal case. Yeah, it does. Genocide denial now occurring in Western Australia. Let the pandemic cover-up begin. That's excess deaths. So, yeah, they got to cover everything up. Just like they committed. These are monsters. They're lying about everything. Governments don't represent you. Background, October 2022, I argued that the Western Australian government was on the path to genocide of the unvaccinated, rather, democide. I argued that the state of Western Australia came extremely close to the terminal condition 
of Stanton's stages of genocide against the unvaccinated, fueled by a terrified public, whipped into a frenzy by the media and Premier Mark McGowan's frequent press conferences demonizing the unvaccinated. Trust this is February 18th, Bill Gates with Tedros. Who's Tedros? He's trying to take over the entire world and make dictatorial determinations over your life. And German health minister meet at the Munich Security Conference. Incredible. Dr. Anastasia Maria Lupus, after two years of experimenting on healthy people, they are still giving these useless and harmful vaccines to people. Look at my face. My whole life is stripped away. America Mission circles the wagons around persecuted, persecuted anti-jab Utah doctor. Dr. Kirk Moore is being prosecuted for giving his patients the opportunity to continue working without taking the killer jab. American Mission is circling the wagons. Died suddenly, having a hard time keeping up with all these sudden death news articles today. Pace of death is increasing, all posted in my feed. Yeah, it is. Converse, myocarditis and pericarditis, all those cases resolve very quickly. They are usually quite mild. As the National Org for People with Serious COVID-19 Vaccine Reactions, we know that these cases are generally not mild and only rarely resolve at all, so she's lying. Jimmy Dore, for the record, Dr. Fauci lied about masks, lied about herd immunity, about natural immunity, about vaccines, stopping transmission and contraction, lied about lockdown, smeared any scientist's who disagreed with him, Barrington Declaration, and he funded the research that created COVID-19. Yeah, it's a monster. This is BlackRock and all their tentacles through these companies. Health Freedom Unmuzzled. New study links remdesivir and bradycardia. 42% of the bradycardia cases were determined to be serious, with the most common reason being an HR 45 BPM or lower. Heart rate of 45 beats per minute or lower. In this cohort study, brachycardia occurred during remdesivir infusion and persisted. Given the widespread use of remdesivir, practitioners should be aware of the safety signal on the other side. Dutch Netherlands data confirms what we knew, what Ionidas at Stanford documented in 2020, that near zero risk for severe outcome or death for kids. Vigilant Fox, how do you account for that? Each time they push the jabs, the deaths skyrocket. The two biggest spikes in deaths that we've seen both dwarf the initial spike that we saw when COVID originally hit. And those two spikes occurred in conjunction with the release of the jab or the mandate of the jab. They didn't have anything to do with COVID here, right? Eva Vlardinger broke. So pregnant women got told, get told they can't eat certain cheeses because they're deemed too high of a risk yet the entire medical establishment coerced them into taking novel mRNA therapy that caused 58% of the women who were pregnant in the Pfizer trials to miscarry. Yeah, these are the children of hell. 29-year-old MIT math instructor died suddenly last Wednesday while playing basketball on campus, had a cardiac arrest. Family demands answers after 12-year-old son dies during football practice. He was a healthy kid. Yes, he was healthy before he was vaccinated. The parents should demand an autopsy, like in the Schwab study, to assess the cause of death. Yeah, they should. Derek Chavez Memorial. He's in the 1923 cast. He was like in his 30s. 32. 
Reports reveal the cause of death was a heart attack. This is, uh, it is with a heavy heart and deep sorrow that I share with you the loss of our son, Joel, who passed away peacefully February 4th of natural causes. It's unnatural to die. And there's a picture of his vaccination card. Dr. Lewin Lee, 50, was a surgeon at Schneck Medical Center in Seymour. According to reports, he passed away from a heart attack while performing surgery on a patient. Father of two beautiful young girls died suddenly after receiving a second Pfizer shot. After receiving a second shot, David took to Facebook, making a joke about it, saying, tracking device established. Kasim, a 21-year-old defensive lineman from Jackson, Jackson State, suffered a cardiac arrest Wednesday morning and had to be resuscitated and put him on a ventilator. TikToker and resident of Ohio. COVID vaccine. I truly feel they killed my daughter. Amy went underwent heart transplant surgery in 21, was forced to get the Moderna vaccine in August, was found dead by her mother in December. She was only 34. Princeton COVID uh, requirement. Mora passed away suddenly and unexpectedly sometime around January 23rd at home in New Jersey. She was about to start her second semester of graduate school at Princeton. So, yeah, there it is. That's the end. So it's ongoing. I have more slides and more videos for more things. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Zero Trust Society Among the Children of Hell. <laughs>